This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, hello and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans, where for the first time ever, we are 100 million percent completely live. Cam, do the honours. Hey, there you go. Like, that's we've got. Sa- we've got Sammy the Stag. Hey, I'll move your cup tea out of the way if you want. See, see it better now. Yeah. We've got Sammy the Stag. We've got a stag's head, which I usually hang my keys on. Sammy the Stag was precariously placed on on their camp, so uh, it didn't fall over. Nay, well, maybe we'll see. Um, <laughs> we've got a scarf, but you can't see that. And uh, first and foremost, I just want to have a little rant before we start because I had set up some like really nice graphics and everything, you know, like we usually do on the podcast. Oh, yeah. I had the theme music and everything, <laughs> and then for whatever reason, the software just wouldn't work. So here we are on Facebook Live. So make sure you get your comments in at MTFC Matters um, and comment on the video as well, and make sure you share it and do things like that. We'll be doing that on ours in a second as well all the usual features uh, to come tonight and if you're watching this on repeat well where were you the first time frankly it was live we told you about it <laughs> going up. Um, yeah. we're also going to put the audio version as usual on the internet for you as well so first and foremost welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast live we've got T we've got Cam we've got Mark uh, but we haven't got Nathan he'll be joining us on the phone later on he's been a little bit poorly so we're letting him off today uh, and he'll be joining us at uh, well the same time next week as well so let's get started then uh, by taking a look boys at uh, well the last sort of week or so and what has been a relatively successful week for for Mansfield Town would you say yeah you'd probably say that it's been uh, it's been a week of ups and downs you can't say that they've both been fantastic performances but you know what we got the win on Saturday against Grimsby which what what we wanted the most out of the last week and we had a hot, hard-fought draw against Wickham. We knew it was it was going to be a tough game against Wickham. It always is. So to get a, a draw in them conditions, anyway, it was. I'd say that's probably the best result that we've got. It was a, an interesting week, wasn't it? As well, because obviously we had, we played you know relatively well against Grimsby. We were. Yeah fairly dominant and then Wickham 0-0 on, on Tuesday night and there were many different yeah. viewpoints yeah. where they marked. yeah that's it I mean again 
four point, uh, yeah, four points in a matter of days. So you know, it's not a bad return, is it? And a clean sheet again. So that's another bonus for it. Yeah, and obviously looking ahead to, to Lincoln uh, tomorrow as well. How important is getting a victory there then? Because you know, we reflect on we reflect on the, the Grimsby and the Wickham games four points from a possible six for me I don't think that, that's too bad but it's a lot of people bad. will be able, mm. eager to sort of uh, you know make sure tomorrow we do pick up all three points I think probably tomorrow's going to be one of the bigger games that we have this season obviously I think the local derbies are by far going to be the biggest games we have this season just because it's more pride than anything you look at the forms the form just goes out the window in local derbies we've seen this in the past uh, where the team that we've teamed, we've come up against, and we've dominated, or they've dominated us, vice versa, whatever. And it, not only does it build confidence going into the rest of the games this season, but we've also you don't you don't want to lose a local derby at all. You never want to lose a local game. So it, hopefully we can get a win Saturday, and I think it would be good because also it's going into. Into running for end of the month as well, obviously Cambridge and Notts County. And one thing I find quite interesting, Mark, you were made famous in Lincoln about half an hour ago. Tell us a little <laughs> bit more about that. Yeah, well, earlier on I got a tweet from uh, one of the presenters for the sports show, and uh, he just tweeted me saying that he wanted me to um, to come on the phone for uh, about a couple of minutes and uh, get my thoughts on that. So yeah, I was, I was on BBC Radio Lincolnshire earlier on. Um, the main talking point was Steve Evans. Um, it was on about the transfer of that Michael Bostwick, was it? And he yeah. said a lot, of, um, a lot of words. So a lot of it was about Steve Evans. Um, but no, it was good all the same. And again, local derby, you know, obviously, they'd ask to win it. Obviously, a big sellout crowd. That's expected it's to be. So it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. And let's just hope we can, you know, get reward the fans with the performance. And I think the thing is, as well, it's one of those things where, you know, we've just got to kick on and it's a local derby not get too hot up in the atmosphere we'll talk about that a little bit more later on but one thing which sort of um, you know was pointed out by Radio Lincoln was the war between the managers that's, yeah. that's quite interesting why are they trying to yeah, you know, go down up, yeah, yeah why are they trying to do yeah, that just talk about the game don't you not the managers I think you look at because obviously they know Steve Evans from his time at Boston obviously Lincolnshire as well they know what went off at Boston obviously all the money fiddling that went off there some uh, Lincoln fans yeah. and Grimsby fans will still be a bit miffed about that that they managed to get into the position yeah. they were in and that's how a lot of clubs still see Steve Evans yeah. that some clubs just they, they think he is a cheat but you know what if it's one thing one club it's and then you look at the rest of the club that he's gone on to manage he's had what two three promotions with them and then you look at what he did with Grimsby uh, not Grimsby uh, Crawley and Rotherham you can't say that he's not a good manager yeah certainly so well we are live on Facebook right now facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters uh, good evening to Kirsty Swan who joined us on uh, the podcast a couple of weeks back me and you Mark you yeah, yeah right. a couple of weeks ago on that one if you want to have your say on your team by the way make sure you leave us a comment uh, in the comments or you can tweet as well at MTFC Matters uh, it might just be, you know it is all three of us come <laughs> for some reason put his well, sunglasses on it. I forgot my normal glasses and I can't actually see that well so I'll put them back on well there you go, there you go. I mean, it's not <laughs> like we've got bright studio lights in here either I mean Give me, give me another bud. Give me a budget, and, and who knows? But yeah. we are just literally yeah. in my back bedroom, which is just it's irrelevant. But if you want to have your say on your team, make sure you drop us a comment or tweet us at MTFC Matters. But 
we may well be live but we are going to carry on and do all the usual the the bog standard features uh, that we do so what do we do at, at this particular time in the show anyone know uh, it's early on, so we've yeah, just been talking. Yeah, there it is. The connection question. So today you can also interact with this as well. If you think you know the answer, you can tweet us or leave us uh, a comment, of course. So the connection question, for those who haven't uh, heard it before, is basically a random question which somehow loosely kind of connects mm-hmm. Stags and the opponents, whoever we're coming up against. Obviously, Lincoln tomorrow. So, when the Stags played Lincoln in the FA Cup replay in the 2011-2012 season, whose header hit the post and rebounded off the shoulder of Paul Farman to put the Stags 1-0 up in that replay? Do you think you know the answer? Oh, easy. easy. That one, an easy one for you, is it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Not an easy one as well. Okay, let us know uh, if, uh, you know... Uh, let us know I'm just laughing at a comment from Nathan I'll read that in a second let us know if you think you know the answer uh, to the connection question when the Stags played Lincoln in the FA Cup replay in the 2011-2012 season whose header hit the post and rebounded off Paul Farman to put the Stags 1-0 up let us know in the comments or tweet us at MTFC Matters uh, Nathan who should have been joining us tonight but he's feeling a little bit sick so we're going to call him sick note uh, says at least we have one blind man on the show today then <laughs> I think it's about prime time to give Nathan a call. What do you think? Well, yeah, I think yeah. I'd think I'd say so yeah. as well. If he can comment on on things, then I think he, he should be part of this show. Yeah. So, Nathan, if you're watching, we're gonna we're gonna ring you now, put you on loudspeaker, and get you involved with the podcast. So, uh, whatever you do, it's probably best advised now, isn't it, to uh, to mute your mute your audio on your uh, on your phone or wherever you're watching this. Just trying to find his number. I can't find. It. Here he is, Nathan Edge. So let's let's give Nathan uh, a call. This would be funny if it goes to his voicemail. I shall leave him. We'll, we should have done a prank call. That would have been quite funny. So let's let's see if he answers. Comment coming in from Paul Guy as well. We'll address that in a second. Is Nathan going to answer his phone on the podcast? Should be watching. <laughs> Good afternoon, good evening, Mr. Edge. Good evening, Mr. Priest. How are you, my friend? Uh, I could be better, but uh, I'm not doing too bad. And obviously, you, you, as you know, you're watching the podcast, so now you're watching yourself being streamed live via a phone. This is excellent technology, isn't it? Uh, what's your <laughs> message to, to the other podcast boys? Well, I, to, to be fair, I, I panicked actually when you said you were going to ring me because I couldn't find the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just ran and grabbed my, my MacBook and just slammed the screen down I thought we can't be having that awkward echo in this can we in the background but um, now I'm enjoying the boys so far so uh, keep it up but yeah I just wanted to um, touch on what, what you were saying earlier about uh, you know, the, the week so far and I think we, we can take a lot of positives out of it I, you know, especially obviously the Grimsby game I don't think we played fantastically well and to be honest I thought Grimsby were uh, I thought they were poor to be honest um, but we still went out there and, and won quite comfortably and I think we could take uh, Carlisle as well as, as a very good uh, you know point gained I think sorry Wickham sorry not Carlisle uh, as a very good point game so uh I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Well, we'll touch upon that again in a second, but whilst you're on, let's get your views on this. Paul Guy uh, on our Facebook page in the Facebook comments has left us a comment to say and to ask, does Steve know his best 11 yet? So, Nathan, we'll start with you on that. Do you think Evans knows his best 11? Um, no. I, I, well, I, I think he, he knows his best 11 at the moment, but I still think there's a lot of players to come out there and prove themselves, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the signs we've made over the summer, and I think some of the players that were bad last year have still got a lot to offer uh, you know the likes of CJ Hamilton and, and players like that I think they can still do more 
and it's just up to them to get themselves back to the team so he probably knows his, some of his best 11 but I, I, I don't feel like we have got just 11 players that are going to take the shirt and keep it all season I think we've still got so many players that are more than worthy of getting into the team and, 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 and securing a spot for a good amount of time Cam you're nodding away yeah I'd, I agree with Nathan on that to be honest we've had a couple of players that are obviously not quite coming to, back into the team obviously Alex McDonald's played the last two games I think it, so far what he's done is stuck a claim well for his place in the team and obviously because he's he were injured the first few games and I think he's done fast, fantastic since he's come back and that's what you want from returning players you need players that are going to up the game and get all the new lads that have come in to up the game even more to prove that they should be there and they actually are worth our time and that we we should be um, putting them on down on the team sheet Mark you're also not in a way yeah absolutely I mean you look at some of the players already this season I mean bear in mind we're only seven games in but you know you've got players like Hunt that's come in as well from non-leagues He's been one of the, you know, so far the surprise packages really. Um, and then obviously you look at the players that, that's not playing, like Danny Rose for example. I mean, he's been looking not to feature as well. So there's plenty of players really that's still got a lot to prove. And Nathan, a, a big debate sort of over the last couple of days or so has been the Wickham goalless draw. What's your thoughts now? I mean, personally, I thought it was a very good point. You know, resilient defending, clean sheet. It's it's a positive to move on from, but few frustrated in in the way Mansfield performed. What, what's your your take on it? Well, for for the ninety minutes I was there, um, I think I, I I was very frustrated in the fact that I just I don't think we did play very well, uh, and I think that's one thing we, we can say we didn't play great. But the positive is, I think if you look back, you know, it, well, last season we'd have lost that game, and I think that's quite clear to to see even even late last season when you know we have bought in some players we I still think we'd have lost that game and to be fair earlier this season we, we'd have lost that game so I think we have learned a few lessons of of, of seeing how of seeing out a game and I think the fact that I think it's the conditions of the, of the game as well I know obviously both sides had to play in it but it wasn't a good spectacle for for anybody to to watch that so um, you know like I say I think getting a point out of it at the end was a uh, a fair point we didn't I would, well we definitely didn't deserve anything more than that but another side of it as well is I, I, I always consider Wickham to be a bit of a bogey team so at least we, at least we didn't lose and that's four points out of the last two games if we go on to, to, to beat, Wink, uh, uh, beat Lincoln at the weekend then that's a, a very good result I think yeah, certainly so, and fingers crossed that we do get those three points. Nathan, thanks very much for joining us on the on the live Facebook page. Sorry that you, you can't be here tonight. I will let you go yeah, back and, and and hug your sick bucket. Although to be honest, I think <laughs> you being sick live on the video would have really ran the views up. So I think you've let the side down. To be honest, but I, I said that to you before the show. I said I'm all for for us going viral, but I'm not I'm not happy for that to go happen under those circumstances. I'm afraid. Uh, fair play. Well, you keep watching, keep your comments coming in uh, as well, and we shall no doubt see. Tomorrow at Central Bank, are you making the trip tomorrow? I am, yeah. Provided I'm, uh, I'm feeling all right, but I'm, fingers crossed. I'm uh, sure you'll be match fit for. I'm sure you'll be match fit for tomorrow. Good man. Uh, we'll see you next week on the podcast and, and keep your comments coming in as well. Goodbye. Say bye. Bye, Nathan. Bye. bye. Goodbye. Uh, so Nathan Edge uh, there on, on the podcast. If you want to uh, get your views in, by the way, drop us a comment in the comments, or you can tweet us. We are at MTFC Matters. Let's move on and look at some of the news uh, from this week then uh, no surprise really Jack Thomas has finally found a club to go on loan to and lo and behold it's yeah, Boston yeah 
say we knew we knew it was coming. It was either going to be Boston or it was going to be somewhere like Alfreton or Matlock, somewhere local or somewhere that we've got connections. So, in all fairness, it's if he does go out there and he does get the game time and he does perform how he was the first few games that we had in, I think he's going to do. I think hopefully he'll finally start to find. Uh, Somewhere that he feels a bit more comfortable. Because obviously he's, he's a Stags fan. He's been he was brought up in Mansfield Woodhouse. He's a local lad, and he came up through the academy. So he's got Mansfield Town at heart. But you know what? Since we've brought in all the new players, he's not had a chance. So going out on loan will, I think, hopefully, will be the making of him. And I hope he does come back. And even if he doesn't get into our team, then hopefully someone else will see his potential and possibly take him on and if he gets game time then that's great for him uh, as I understand it as, as well it's sort of uh, it, it was a bit of a choice between two ex-managers Boston obviously coming in for him and that's the, the club he, he chose to join but also uh, Geisley Paul Cox just appointed there as well uh, they were in for him as well well that's quite interesting because obviously he went to Barrow with Paul Cox before and didn't get much game time do you think if it were, if he'd have gone yeah. to Geisley would have that happened again well you think? it's interesting you should say that because the Stags did apparently put a clause in the contract can't go into it to, to what exactly it is but there was a clause in there which basically meant if he didn't play then there would be a certain amount of uh, finance which would be winging its way back to the Stags so there is a bit of protection in there if that's the, the same in the deal with Boston uh, then who knows as well but uh, you know it, it's certain it's one of those things, isn't it, where let's just hope he gets some game time under Adam Murray. Personally, I think going back to a manager who's played under before is a bit of a mis- mistake. Yeah. Um, he should have gone out to a new club, new manager he's not worked with before and tried to re-establish himself as a footballer. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, good luck to the lad and, and fingers crossed it all, all comes all comes good in the end. Uh, good evening to Timmy O'Hare as well, who's just joined us uh, on the Facebook page. Uh, Harry on there as well. And also, uh, Paul's just messages in as well saying, guys, do you feel Angle, Hemmings and Rose can score enough goals this season to do the business? Can they do the business? Uh, to snap performance, you'd probably say not. But you know what? They played well together against Grimsby. Fair enough, Hemmings hasn't scored yet since he's come in. But he has been a good player to have up there. He's been holding the ball up. He's had a couple of good opportunities. He was unlucky not to score against Carlisle. And you'd probably say he's been unlucky not to score in a couple of other games. Obviously, he probably should have scored a couple against Luton as well. But they, they work well as a pair. And I think it's just trying to get the time for them to bond. Because obviously, Emmons has only played, what, two, three games for us. Yeah. Is it getting to that frustrating point now where obviously Hemmings and, and Angle don't, particularly for me, seem to be clicking that much as a partnership, whereas you know Angle and Rose st- did seem to be on it from the start? Would you be tempted to switch it up a little bit tomorrow in the rough and ready game that will be Lincoln City? I want to be honest with you, because I think, obviously, you look at Emmons, you know, you can see that is. What you know, his movement off the ball is fantastic, and and you feel as though you know maybe a change would just do him the world of good. To be fair, I mean, like I say, Danny Rose has been unlucky. To be fair, I mean, he didn't do much wrong for me. To be fair, so I definitely felt put tempted to put Danny back in there. Uh, but I think an answer to the goals, I think we can only get better. To be quite honest with you. Yeah, I think we've got goals in other areas of the pitch as well. Yeah, I mean, definitely. we've got a good strike force. We've not even mentioned Spencer and Amara Sterling James. They've not really lit anything up yet, but their time will come yeah. come good. Well, that's another really. pair that's not had quite the chance yet. We've seen both play in the league before. They've both been brought on as like last 15, 20 minutes to try and change the game, and they've not had that. But 
I think it'll be different on Saturday because I think it, we'll try and play his best team, but we'll also try and find something that will work for the physical side of the game as well. Yeah, certainly so. Very good evening to uh, Paul Samuel Camps as well, who's just joined us uh, on the Facebook page. If you want to have your say on your team, uh, leave us in the leave us a comment in the comments or tweet us at MTFC Matters. Right, let's turn our attention to the bit where Mark has been absolutely dreading for the last uh, <laughs> ten minutes or so. And because we're not in a really proper studio, we are in my back bedroom. The lighting is starting to go a little bit dark. So can one of you just turn behind you and just flick that little switch up there? There, there you go. Even look. Doesn't even have to move. There you go, and let there be lights. So, hey. uh, also, apologies <laughs> earlier on in the video if you did see uh, the, um, the the camera just go blank for a couple of seconds. Unfortunately, the software I had earlier on lined up to make us look nice and professional, nice and TV like, uh, decided not to work. So we're doing it the old-fashioned <laughs> way uh, as well. So it is that time of the show uh, where we are going to now do the Mansfield Matters Mastermind Challenge. And to make it a little bit more dramatic, I'm going to zoom straight into Mark's face. Have a look at this. This is live zoom into Mark's oh, face no. there, there you go uh, just gonna be, well, there, I think we should just to increase the tension a little bit what do you reckon uh, yeah. there, there Look, I mean, look at, look at that beard. So that's that's going to be shot there. He is. Look, look at that beard. I mean, I saw you on Saturday, and it's, it's disappeared a little bit. What's, yes. what's, what's yeah. the thinking I there? Just, yeah, I just um, needed a change. Really. <laughs> just just very disappointed after. Very, very disappointed. <laughs> uh, right then. Let's talk you through. If you've not watched or listened to the podcast before, by the way, for this whole bit, it's just going to be on Mark's face. Yeah. Uh, so, so I can't be bothered to get back up again. So uh, there you go. It's got a lovely fetching Simpsons T-shirt on as well. It's yeah. very good. Well, they're all slash ones are being yellow and that. Well, exactly, yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, (laughs) So, uh, if you haven't listened to the podcast before, we did this a couple of weeks ago. It's the Mansfield Matters Mastermind Challenge, uh, where basically it's a a brand new quiz which pits our three regular panellists. One of them is not here. He joined us on the phone earlier on, Nathan Edge. I'm sure he's watching now uh, with intent looking and and waiting (laughs) to see what answers uh, you give Mark. Which reminds me, I'm going to have to get him back on the phone a bit when we do the, the, the question, yeah. if you get any yeah. wrong, of course, as well. So, Nathan, don't go anywhere, stand by your phone. Uh, the brand new quiz pits our three regular panellists up against each other to discover who knows the most about our beloved Mansfield Town FC. Over the season, they'll take each other on in a small league format, with the winner taking home a mystery but phenomenal prize when the final whistle blows at the end of the series. Probably. Uh, each instalment will lend itself to the great quiz show formats, mainly because I'm not original enough to think of new games. This week it's the second outing of 15 to 1, with the two players with the highest score in the quickest time going head to head in Stagsbuster at the end of this little round. And brief. 15 to 1 will see contestants face Stags themed questions, the first being about a goalkeeper, and so on throughout the squad. Question 12 is all about a substitute, whilst 13 and 14 is about a manager and assistant. The final is a general knowledge Stags question. Last time out, Cam scored 6 correct in a total time of 2 minutes 29, with the penalties that's 3 minutes 59 seconds. Each player will whip up against the clock. Incorrect answers will add 10 seconds to the player's total time. A player can pass, and any questions pass will be asked to the other two players after the. Um, the game has finished so Nathan stand by your phones uh, for that one it says on my little sheet here that Cam uh, will pick who plays uh, today uh, I 
not the wrong way, I was going to zoom further into your face then. Uh, so let's take on a little bit of pain for that Cam uh, will pick who plays today, but Nathan's not here, so uh, uh, I'm going to turn, I feel rude now, I'm turning my back well, on the audience, we'll I do, do. apologise, but it's yeah. so Mark can't see the answers over my uh, yeah. shoulder, so Mark, you will have to do it, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm just going to see there you go. Yeah. So, are you ready? By the way, if you know any of these answers, by the way, uh, Mark can actually see the, the live notifications and the um, and the comments coming through. So, if you want to help Mark out, I can't see now because I've got my back turned to the screen, as you can see. So, if you want to help Mark out, leave, leave the uh, leave the answers in the comments. Mark, are you ready? You understand the rules and everything? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when the edit version of the audio podcast comes out, by the way, there'll be some nice music in this bit. And it would have been if the software would have worked as well. I had graphics and everything. Oh. It's let me down, hasn't it? It's let me down. Sure. Get the stopwatch ready. Mark, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Let's in three, two, one. Which stag shot stopper uh, was the penalty shootout hero against Slough in an FA Cup replay in November 2012? Okay. Uh, which Dutchman made 40 appearances for the Stags predominantly at right back during the 2005-2006 season? Dutch. Uh, <laughs> box T is an anagram of which former centre back and captain? Junk box T is an anagram of which former centre back and captain went on to play for Derby County? Jake Boxman. When I, uh, I started my career as a Spurs youth teamer in the late 80s, I played 11 games for the Stags in 2007-2008, and I have since managed Worksop Town and Buxton. Who am I? Tough question, this. Pass. Okay. Uh, which left-back had two spells on loan at the Stags? The first, an emergency loan in 2011. Once completed, he then played for Parent Club Nottingham Forest, and then was loaned to Notts County, becoming the first ever player to play for all three Nottinghamshire clubs in consecutive games. Who am I looking for? Mm. Pass. Okay, <laughs> Which right winger scored the pivotal goal in the FA Trophy semi-final against Luton in 2011 to send the Stags to Wembley? Uh, Briscoe. Who scored arguably the greatest own goal ever against Hazen Yedding United in 2011? <laughs> Initials are TT. I'll give you a bit of a clue because I'm feeling generous. Seems it's live. Um, <laughs> John Thompson. I'm going to give. I'm going to give it you because it's half right. Yeah. Uh, Sir. K- <laughs> Shut up, Cam. <laughs> Sir KG Lid is an anagram of which former central midfielder now captain of Alfreton? Sir KG Lid. Uh, great West Coast. <laughs> I'm not going to give you that one. I've already given you one. <laughs> it took Mansfield Town 62 minutes to score their first goal in the conference, but which left winger scored it? In pre-season of 2003-2004, which striker opened the scoring against Premier League side Manchester City, beating David Seaman with a volley? Um, I'll say Chris Greenacre. Mm. In the 2003-2004 playoff semi-final second leg penalty shootout, which Frenchman kept his composure to put Mansfield ahead after Kevin Pilkington had saved from Northampton's Eric Sabin? Give you a clue. There's a biscuit like this, or it could be a cake. Oh, uh, boxes. Who <laughs> <laughs> was the first substitute to be used this season against Crew on the opening day of the season? Uh, 
first up this season. Yeah. Um, first man off the bench. Give you a clue as a striker. Who was in charge of the stakes before Keith Curl was appointed? Who was the manager before Keith Curl? Do you want a clue? Yeah. SW. Stuart Watkins. Uh, which <laughs> assistant boss had two spells under the stags, both with Paul Cox and Adam Murray? Which what, sorry? Which assistant boss had two spells with the stags, one with Paul Cox, the other under Adam Murray? Mickey Moore. And finally, what was the name of the competition in which during the stags' first season in non-league, they played just one game beaten by York City on penalties? Pass. Okay, I'm going to stop the clock right there. Well, Na- Nathan's booing well. you. Na- Nathan Na- Nathan's booing you. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it, anyone. That doesn't make sense, Nathan. What does "don't do it, anyone" mean? But I don't know. Uh, Nathan, stand by your phone because I'm going to ring you in a minute to get some of these answers. <laughs> put it this way: there are a load of questions to answers. Uh, let's run through the right answers that you got, Mark. Uh, Jump box T, anagram of which former centre back uh, and captain Jake Buxton. Uh, which right ringer scored the pivotal goal in the FA Trophy semi-final against Luton was indeed uh, Louis Briscoe Tyrone Thompson you said John Thompson but I'm going to give it you because <laughs> I'm feeling nice and uh, Stuart, you said Stuart Watkins it was Stuart Watkins but I'm going to give you that anyway yeah. uh, so that's four minutes uh, one second uh, plus your penalties uh, minus I think ten seconds from last time uh, when you answered your questions right so uh, we shall go and we re- we shall re- <laughs> we shall uh, re- we shall reveal what your time was uh, later on in the week. Now, Nathan Edge, stand by your phone because it's time for another phone call to try and figure out who gets the bonus points on this uh, question. So, uh, Nathan, uh, slam your laptop shut again, break your MacBook because we are dialing you. I really wish I'd have like put one for one on it and maybe done a, a prank call as well. On that there it is, ringing, it's ringing. You've reached the Vodafone voicemail service for... Mr. Priest. Hello, hello there, is that Nathan Edge? It is indeed. Hello, uh, I've come to... Uh, do you have car insurance at all? I do, yes. Can I take a minute to talk to you about your car insurance policy? Well, I need to take my dog because I've just crashed actually, but it wasn't my fault, it was my guide dog's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I need to turn left. I just realised that you know who it is anyway, so I can't, I can't even bother trying to do a prank call. Yeah, Hashtag fault. fail, right. I wasn't booing Mark, I was booing you. Right, okay. <laughs> Why were you booing me? For, you know, the, the, the giving of the Tyrone Thompson and the uh, Stuart Watkins, I was, I was furious. That is right, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm fair, not, fair point, yeah. Well, well whatever. <laughs> uh, right, okay, so you know how this works by now. I'm going to give you, assign you both a, a keyword to be uh, your buzzer. Uh, Cam, yours is sunglasses. Great. Okay. In fact, no, it's yours is sunshine indoors. Yeah. Sunshine indoors. Uh, and Nathan, you're going to love yours. Yours is sick bucket. <laughs> Great. Okay. okay. So basically what you've got to do is you've got to shout your code word out. And uh, if you think you know the answer, first one to shout their code word out um, will then... Um... You do realise I'm going to shout this and my dad's going to run upstairs with a bucket, don't you? Yeah, that's <laughs> sort, of why I'm, sort of why I'm doing it, mate, to be honest. Uh, right, are we ready for your first question? There are a few to get through, so we'll try and get through them as quickly as we can so you can go back and be sick. Um, yep. Are you ready? Cam, are you Stag. ready? Yep. Okay. Which Stags shot stopper was the penalty shootout here? Sunshine Indoors. Go for it. Shane Redmond. 
correct answer. Uh, which Dutchman made 40 appearances for the Stags, predominantly at right back during the 2005 2006 season? Tough one, that. I don't know. It is a tough one. One of you's got to have a guess. Don't forget, if you get it wrong, the point goes to the person. It's worth a shot. Do you want? Do you want a clue? Yeah. His uh, initials were G U. His first Simple name. Go. Yeah, oh, go, go for wait. it. Now you've now you've buzzed in. It's not. It's not. It me. Yes, it is. Yes, come on! <laughs> <laughs> Never has a, a man been so happy to get a question right. Uh, the next question is, I started my career as a Spurs youth teamer in the late 80s. I played 11 games for the Stags in 2007-2008, and I have since managed Worksop Town and Buxton. Who am I? Ah, oh, this was bugging me earlier. I know this, but I can't think. Initials MM. Think Mansfield Matters, but not Mansfield Matters. MM. <laughs> Who's going to be first? <laughs> this is painful. I haven't got a clue. You oh, both both don't know. I didn't start watching Stags until 2006-2007, so... <laughs> okay, I'm going to not give any marks or any penalties to any of you. I'm just going to reveal the answer on this one then. Uh, it's Martin McIntosh. Oh, okay. Next question: Which left back had two spells on loan at the Stags? The first an emergency loan in 2011. Once completed, he then played for Parent Club Dunningham Forest, and then was Sunshine indoors. Cam. Kieran Freeman. Was Kieran oh, Freeman? That's it. I knew it was Kieran, but I didn't know the surname. That was bugging me. <laughs> uh, Sir KG Lid is an anagram of which former central midfielder, now captain of Alfreton? Sir KG Lid. Yeah, go for it, Nath. Craig Disley. It is indeed two apiece. Uh, Alright, next question is It took Mansfield Town 62 minutes to score their first goal in the conference But which left winger scored it? Sunshine indoors Go for it Cam Got gone? No it wasn't So Nathan gets the the penalty The answer was Michael Blackwood Ah. In pre-season of 2003-2004 Which striker (laughs) opened the scoring against Premier League side Manchester City Beating David Seaman with a volley Pressure's on you, Ian, so I don't think Cam's got any idea. He's nope. shaking his head. Sick bucket. Go on, then. It might be a bit soon. Want to say Richie Barker? No! Yeah, points to me. Point. It's, it was Mickey Boulder. Super Colin Larkin, 2003-2004. Oh, of course it is. Uh, in the 2003-2004 <laughs> playoff semi-final second leg penalty shootout, which Frenchman kept his composure to put Mansfield ahead after Kevin Pilkington had saved him? Go for it. Is it Lauren de Jaffo? It is Lauren de Jaffo. Well done. Uh, two more. Okay. Who was the first substitute to be used this season against Crew on the opening day? Sunshine Indoors. Cam. Jimmy Spencer. It wasn't. It was Amara Sterling James. Oh, I'm going to go for that <laughs> no. one. Final question. This is the tough one, the general knowledge question. Uh, finally, what was the name of the competition in which during the Stags' first season in non-league... Sunshine Indoors. Cam. Satanta Cup. No! I'm not going to give it you. You, you, you no. You booed me early for giving. You booed me early for giving. For Sorry, Nathan. That, that's no. I don't care. That Nathan is good, booed as well. Right. <laughs> the answer was the Santa Shield. So I'm giving Nathan. Oh really? Do you know what? As well, I was going to give Nathan the point, and then I remembered he booed on the fa- on the Facebook thing as well. So I'm not going to give you the point. Mark, not you. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got back out of it now. And, and to be honest, Nath, um, I, I've had enough of this conversation. We'll speak to you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye, Nath. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> Look, is that going to say it back? Love you, sweetheart.
Okay. Yeah. Bye, darling. <laughs> Nathan Edge there, joining us for the questions. We'll play that again in two weeks' time when it will actually be Nathan who uh, faces the questions. Right, welcome back to the podcast. If you've just joined us, this is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the weekly show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield Matters. And we are 100% completely live on Facebook right now. So let's turn our attention to... Uh, matters uh, elsewhere then we've already spoken about Grimsby we've spoken uh, about Wickham we've spoken about Jack Thomas heading on loan to Boston as well if you've got a question or an opinion that you want to put to us uh, as well leave a message down in the comments or you can tweet us at MTFC Matters and we shall address uh, that comment uh, as well uh, let's move on though by looking ahead uh, very quickly to tomorrow Lincoln City of course at Sinsel Bank always a good game against Lincoln I think it's because we don't get these games often. We've had Lincoln a couple of times in Cup, but it was the same when we played Chesterfield and Notts County the first time that we came back in the league. It's the anticipation of actually having these games. We've not played them for a while. Obviously, attendance was good last time we played Lincoln, but not not to the point that both teams are pretty much sold out. I think Lincoln earlier had about 20 tickets left, something like that, which will have probably sold out by now. Mm. Um, obviously, Stag sold out last weekend. So it should be a good game. What was it? One one and a half thousand Stags fans. Yeah. Is, it, about is the official thousand. figure something like one thousand uh, four hundred and nine? Something. Yeah. It's like a really and odd number, but ridiculous. But it, it should be a good game, and if we can get a win, then it'd be great. But it'll be a tough game, I reckon, because obviously Lincoln, their fans are going massively be up for it. A big question to ask ahead of tomorrow, though, of course, is also the situation regarding left-back. Mal Benning's not been uh, in there as well, a point which uh, Paul raises on uh, Facebook as well. And good evening as well to the CEO. Carolyn Radford's just joined us on the Facebook live feed. Hello, Carolyn. Good evening to you. Uh, Yeah, we was going to try and do a proper studio, but we've just got my back bedroom, so sorry about that. Um, Anyway, let's talk back about left-backs as well. So uh, the question Paul has just asked on Facebook is, uh, thoughts on Mal Benning uh, being left being left out obviously personally I think Johnny Hunt's had a fantastic couple of, couple of games and really showed yeah. why he was well really really highly thought of sort of uh, over the last sort of couple of seasons or so in the conference yeah exactly I mean you don't you know what's point of you know changing what's, what's not broken right so you know and he's been one of the standout performers I think this season by, by far so but not only that but obviously Ben and his I think his cost us in a couple of games as well so I think you know competition for places is so high so if he does get a chance in the team again, I'm sure he'll you know, do well to stay claim for his place. I think that just highlights actually the strength and depth that we've got this year because a player like Benning, who's been so consistent for a season upon season, mm-hmm. to be out of the team mm-hmm. and, and sort of not being able to get into it, it just shows that every single position you can go through and, and name two two players for that one yeah. one shirt, it's so competitive, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. It's what you want though, isn't it? You, know, you want everyone to fight for the positions and that and makes the team better at the end of the day now if we're looking ahead to Lincoln just thinking back to the side which played Lincoln in, in the Checker Trade Trophy uh, a couple of weeks ago Johnny Hunt was the, the left back uh, that night so will uh, Steve Evans be tempted to throw Benning back in and, and try and show uh, things you look at hard done by wouldn't yeah, it yeah I'd say he's probably hard done by because you look at that team and it was te- 10 changes 
to the to the team. I can't remember who we played the the weekend before, but it was ten changes. We knew that the cup games were going to be completely different, and I think it was the chance that Johnny Hunt really needed to stake his claim. And since then, he's done a good job. You say he's played he played well against Grimsby. He played oh, he played fantastic against Grimsby, and he played well against Wickham because not only what well, we really needed every single player on that pitch that last. 15-20 minutes obviously energy levels are sapped when it's absolutely chucking it down the pitch is heavy uh, your legs get a lot uh, a bit more tired when you are playing in the rain and I think every player that played on that pitch uh, Tuesday night I'd probably say deserves a place on Saturday because they've, they've stuck a claim in that they've played well and fair enough now we we didn't get the win but as a team performance you'd probably say we've done well and all the players nobody particularly had a bad game no. on Tuesday night no, so. I mean, in conditions as well it would, it would yeah. be very unlucky and very hard done to to all of them players to say you've not played well enough you're not playing Saturday and I think it's all going to be down to a combination of the, the Grimsby game the Wiccan game and then also how they've performed in training I know one problem this uh uh, this Saturday for Evans will be that Joel Byron was at the club yesterday uh, obviously still training with the rest of the lads but he was on crutches so does that does that bode well for the Stags at the minute? Well I think he's, he's played really well but again it, the strength in depth lots of questions that have been on the forums and on, on Twitter and what have you has been where's Paul Digby gone? The interceptor no doubt will return <laughs> you think so wouldn't you I mean obviously players are going to get injured suspension so everyone's going to get a chance eventually yeah you would certain, certainly hope so uh, as well now uh, let's turn our attention from the present to the past momentarily as we wrap up uh, the feature that we did uh, last week as well another comment coming as well we'll address that in a second uh, as well but let, whilst we're on the, the subject whilst I've got it up before I forget one thing we do each week we alternate between uh, the Ultimate Eleven and of course the uh, the Maxwell Matters Mastermind Challenge which we played a few moments ago uh, with Mark um, I think you but I, I, I don't know where you're going to end up in, in the table on that one to be honest but there you go <laughs> I think I know uh, last week we were asking for your votes if you want to watch the video on that it's on our Facebook and YouTube page uh, as well we were asking for you to vote in our second centre back the choices were John Dempster Bobby Hassel Ryan Tafazzoli and Reese Day and I can tell you it was a close run thing between two players Bobby Hassel and Ryan Tafazzoli Bobby Hassel received 39% of the votes Ryan Tafazzoli received 43% of the votes which means am I right in thinking that every single player that you have picked Mark is in the side we're going to stop you playing that game (laughs) Uh, keep your comments coming in on Facebook facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters and Twitter at MTFC Matters as well Uh, comment uh, from Paul saying uh, Tuesday's game was was a tough battle in very difficult conditions a point I feel was a, a fair result in I agree, and I, one thing which struck me on Tuesday, I was pent up with a bit of anger actually afterwards because I was walking back to the car. So don't worry, it's just my clipboard falling down. I was walking back to the car and um, was walking behind a couple of Stags fans who were having a conversation. Said, "Oh, we we should have smashed them four hmm. nil. Uh, it was a poor performance. We're not going to do anything this this um, this week. That sort of thing. Uh, this season, that sort of thing." And it just really frustrated me because I felt we defended really well and one key thing which we've not even spoke about tonight and I want to get it out of the way now is because we have been critical of him this season is Conrad Logan he kept a clean sheet his saves were just unbelievable you're You're looking the first half triple save and 
I think if he was going to really make an absolute mess of a game, then you'd have thought Tuesday night would be the night. Tough conditions, ball was swaying around like mad just because the wind was crazy, the ball was skimming off the surface. And you know what? The defence were struggling at times because obviously they were just lumping it long and it was hard to deal with when it was swinging around in the rain and the wind. So to pull out a performance like that and some fantastic saves, you've got to say... Some of the saves yeah. were like, how has he done that? The triple save when they were literally just kicking it straight at him, point blank range. It's like, how has he saved that? It's uh, we, we have been critical of him this season, but you know what? He's proved his point in the last two games against Grimsby and against Wickham. And I th- I'd probably say it's hard to be hard done by if he was dropped, but I, I can't see that happening for Lincoln game because you know what? Over the last week, he's proved his yeah, proved his yeah. stay. And it's a thing which you need as well, isn't it, Mark? Because you know. Yeah. He has been facing criticism a bit from us, to be to be fair. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you know, a goalkeeper. I think the longer they go in a season, sort of not having a game, which probably they feel, to be fair, is is all up there with the <coughs> level of performance that they need yeah. to have a game like they had on Tuesday was needed at this stage to sort of set himself in. And one thing I've actually noticed over the last couple of games or so actually is the back four actually now seem a little bit more comfortable with him we were speaking last week yeah. when we were in Burial Park about indecision yeah. there was none of that on Saturday against no. Grimsby the penalty that was the little blot on the on, on the canvas if you like but it's one of those things yeah. he'd already given two so it was weird to see him give three anyway but, but there you go but I guess it's one of those things isn't it where you know he'll be looking at that now his defence trusts him a little bit more and that allows us to build well yeah I mean the longer they play together the, the better they're going to get you know and it's just about consistency and confidence I mean when you get them two ingredients you're going to go far yeah certainly so well let's finally turn our attentions uh, to tomorrow then and Lincoln City prediction time I know we usually do the prediction league and I'm going to be honest boys and I'm sure Nathan's going to pop up with another boo in a minute as well I've not kept on top of the score so that's gone out the window but I think <laughs> we'll, we'll, that little competition's gone out the window so we'll, but we'll keep predicting each week and we shall uh, do that as part of the show so and none of you has been sending me team selection so that's probably why I forgot to be fair yeah, yeah that's the yeah, thing we did we yeah. doing Carlisle away it's a, that's a long journey and then yeah you fall asleep coach, don't you? yeah it was <laughs> uh, exactly. like, not going to lie I, we didn't mention it when, no, we, didn't. when we went yeah. to uh, went to Carlisle but yeah. we stopped on the way there and saw some camels we were, we were just yeah. it was a farm shop and there were camels there were llamas pigs yeah. donkeys now, I'm, I'm getting quite concerned because obviously yeah. you know you, you, you two have struck up quite a bromance since the start <laughs> of the poor man Sam and Mark really can't even call you Cam and Mark but um, but I don't know, now you're saying you've been on romantic little joints to, to look at some camels together. What's all this about, boys? Well, it was this, we were literally yeah. just going around this country road, and then some guys piped up because we came towards his uh, shop and said, "Oh, we're not stopping this year uh, here again over this year." <laughs> yeah. But you know what? It was a quite a nice shop. The shop inside they'd got a like a, a boutique shop upstairs, load of clothes like really nice bits and bobs then they've got a really nice like food area and they've got a calf and they've got everything and for more visitor supporter information of some Carlisle <laughs> camel shops visit Carlisle.com but yeah, they, but <laughs> yeah it was really one ra- really random really <laughs> random <laughs> of course there's only fools and horses in quieting that you referenced just, you went, yeah. uh, let's move on uh, back to the comments obviously we've got comments coming in on our Facebook <laughs> live stream as well we don't want to ignore them because we are doing this live for a purpose mainly because no one could get on, on Wednesday when we usually record this and no one could get on Thursday so here we are um 
Sounds like Christmas. Oh, that's very funny. I, li- I like the, the joke, Nathan. He's just put on our Facebook page. Uh, sounds like Craig's got the hump. Hashtag jealous. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, very, very funny. Uh, also on our Facebook page, well, uh, Sean Witham has commented, need to get Danny Rose involved again. Last couple of games, he's looked really peed off as he's not got on the pitch. Uh, I agree, but I think, um, to be honest, actually looking at that, um, I felt especially against um, Wickham and I will defend anyone to the hills because I said this going back a couple of weeks you know when we threw the game away against Luton we mm. made the attacking changes I said they were the wrong changes to make yeah. and I said I said on Tuesday night against Wickham with probably about 65-70 minutes played conditions are awful we're not really doing much with the ball what's important tonight and I said it even before we kicked off I wrote in the blogs about it and yeah. mentioned it yeah. last week as well we needed to keep a clean sheet and we needed to stay tight at the back Absolutely. if we'd have brought made attacking changes against Wickham yeah. I personally felt we would have lost the game Yeah. so I can I, I can see perhaps why Danny Rose wasn't involved mm. against against Wickham but it is a good point we mentioned it earlier on at the start of the podcast as well you know does he need to be up there with, with Angle or Hemmings as we play Lincoln well I said it it's one of them really I mean I, I, it's not a bad option to bring on, is it really? So I don't think he'll change much though, I think, uh, against Lincoln, though. To be honest. Yeah, I, I mean, I for me, I, I think he needs. To, I think he does need to make change. I think he needs to go the opposite way. Mm. I think. I think you know. You mentioned it before, coming about Byron potentially being being out. Personally, I think we're looking at maybe two or three changes. I think I keep the back five as it is, yeah. obviously including Conrad Logan. I don't think. I, I don't think Butcher has performed well in the right wing role and he and Jacob Menace are two very similar players who don't click so there's two positions there where that's pretty much half of the nil not the whole nil not the set over <laughs> that's two positions there where we're not really for me I think we, we're losing a little bit there yeah. I think we need against Lincoln he was excellent in the checker trade uh, Alfie I'll Potter say, yeah. the f- flair player uh, in there as well yeah. um, and also I think we need Anderson back in because it's a feisty game It's they're going to try and get us rather they're going to get us wound up yeah. you need a player like Anderson to, to be a leader and to calm things down and to maybe use that bit of experience that he's got yeah. as well so there's, there's two there maybe Rose as well another flair player hmm. and I think if Byron's going to be injured you're maybe looking at uh, uh, the interceptor Paul Digby as well I'd probably say that Anderson did a good job against Grimsby, obviously bringing him on and it settled the game out. Yeah, we conceded from the penalty, but you know what? It, it, it That could have gone either way. It might have been a penalty. It might not have been a penalty. It all mm. depends on what the referee did. But you look at this game, that game as a total, we used the subs well. We Obviously, we had a, a dominant lead. It was, we were 4-0 up and you'd have thought well you might as well just shore it up stick someone like Anderson because yeah he's an attacking player but he also he knows how to hold a ball up as well yeah. so you'd say that he, Evans does know who his strongest level is but he also knows who to bring on and off the game at home against uh, Luton when we threw it away and he yeah yeah absolutely pops that <laughs> yeah. he, know, he roughly knows who to bring on to Shore the game up because I think Anderson's one of them players that can change the game attackingly and defensively, which I think did work well against uh, Grimsby because obviously we shored up at the back and yeah. it, it worked. Let's get your predictions then. And if you want to predict at home, if you're watching on Facebook, drop us a, a, your prediction in the comments. We'll read through some of those in a moment. Cam, we'll, we'll start with you. What are you going to go for for, t- for for tomorrow's game? One o'clock kickoff, of course, at Central Bank. So I, I'd, it's always going to be tough, and I think. 
Lincoln are going to be up for it but then again it's going to be a local derby I'm going to reckon go 1-0 because I don't think either teams are going to particularly dominate the game hopefully we can dominate but I can't see it happening uh, so yeah I'd say 1-0 one, one Stags and I'm thinking probably a set piece so I'm thinking Murphy. Okay, Mark. Uh, I'm going to say two on stacks. Um, like I say, them. I you know they're all the crowd getting behind them and that. I think it's going to be a tough game, but I don't see why we can't. You know, with the players we've got, I don't see why we can't get a result. I mean, end of the day, form goes out the window when you're playing Derby. So certainly, so Paul Gray, uh, Paul Guy, sorry, says that two two. Uh, Michael Parker also says 2-1 Mansfield just hope we can win uh, calm head needed yeah definitely a calm head needed uh, in that one I think you know yeah. we've mentioned this at the start when you had your five minutes of fame on BBC Radio Lincolnshire <laughs> we want the fee for that by the way we've given you enough plugs in tonight's show we want the fee um, <laughs> you can afford it you're the BBC um, yeah. you know they were talking about managers getting at each other and winding each other yeah. up and that's exactly what Lincoln will do Cowley was sent off Danny Cowley was sent off yeah. when he came here I think they're excellent managers I think they're going to have a, a fantastic career but one thing they will do is they will set up to wind Mansfield up yeah. from the off well yeah but I mean Steve Owens has been there before with managers so we all know how to deal with it well you don't people would anyway I think Nathan's <laughs> inhaled his own vomit because he's, he's gone 3-2 uh, th- uh, to the Stags uh, 95th minute winner he's inhaled his own vomit he's gone, he's gone mental if, yeah, if, gone if mental. you want the ground to just erupt then yeah, yeah. that would be an interesting one there has been some interesting games yeah. and some late winners against Lincoln Matt Green of course who's now on the other side was, was facing yeah. the conference for in, that I think in our title winning campaign game. when he ran to the corner flag lifted the, the corner flag up and it waved it Stags fans were well. mad and that was yeah Fantastic <laughs> scenes, all the same. They will be dangerous players tomorrow. Ollie Palmer, Matt Green, all the ex Stags boys. Mansfield old versus Mansfield new. Well, that is just about it for the Mansfield Matters live podcast uh, tonight. Mainly because Cam's got somewhere to be, haven't you? So we, we've got to yeah, we've got to leave. Yeah. Got to leave almost right now. Sorry, I'm not William. Um, <laughs> where, where are you tonight? I am DJing in Market on Mansfield Market Square, uh, Marketplace. So if anyone's not got anything to do, then uh, get yourself down there I'll try and play some decent tunes knowing, but, you, it's, yeah. knowing you it's probably going to be Robbie Williams <laughs> no, 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 none of that uh, no. just before we do go as well we mentioned it on the, in the car on the way up here and I, I feel bad because we've not mentioned it last night at the One Course Stadium fantastic for the, for the club as well uh, to host such events such was the, the, the magnitude of the event it was moved from inside the ground to from what was a smaller capacity sort of suite I think it was in the uh, due to be held in the 1861 bottle yeah. or whatever it is uh, it was moved outside to the, the quarry lane and uh, Alan Shearer an evening with Alan Shearer what was that like just briefly it's, it, it was a fantastic event it's not only a testament to what the club have achieved but also the people that work around the club obviously uh, what used to be HS Presents is now Superstar Speakers they're also sponsors of the club they the cameras now. Carry on, it's fine. It's all good. Um, but yeah, they, they they work so hard at this event, and you've got to say to Jamie and their team, it's fantastic. Uh, there's another event coming up. It's Carl Froch. That's another one that's at Mansfield Civic Quarter, and all these events are absolutely fantastic. And 
just the organisation it took to do this Shearer gig was massive. Not did only... Alan Shearer mention that goal? That's the question. Yes, we all yes, he did. Uh, he did mention it a couple of times, and you know what? I, I sat and booed him. But, <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, but you can't boo Sir Alan Shearer. Sir, well, almost Sir Alan Shearer. It should be Sir Alan Shearer. It should be, be Newcastle anyway. But like, it was a fantastic event. Not only is it a, t- a tribute to uh, what HS present, but it's also how far the club have gone to get companies that wanting to put these events on with such high class people and the to be honest the night other than it chucked it down during the day while we were trying to set up the lighting and sand it was a fantastic night very well organized security was fantastic the security got, was you pretty <laughs> much they've got security on but then i was like i've got the white story. tape and everything out i were blocking people off from going places and it was great but <laughs> i quite enjoyed that bit but it was just a great thing to do and you know what if they can get more things like that at the club not only will it create a, a great atmosphere around the club on the pitch but people are wanting to go to the stags to go and see these great events that go off well here. if Alan Shearer will come and do an evening at uh, Mansfield Town Football Club maybe one week we'll tempt him to come and sit in the chair just to your right Cam where Nathan Edge should have been sat tonight <laughs> who needs Nathan Edge when you can have Alan Shearer he has got one <laughs> request though for you Cam uh, in your DJing set well, tonight and that is of course Herman's Hermits <laughs> oh yes definitely good. Are you, gonna, are you going to be playing that? I'll, I'll play that, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to ask you to sing it because I'm, I'm, I've heard you sing and it, it's very bad. <laughs> but, but well, in all fairness, that was like ages ago and it was Christmas songs. So... Cam, you sang Let It Go. Oh, well, no. I didn't sing Let It Go. Let's let the whole conversation go. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow at uh, Central Bank, one o'clock kickoff. Thank you very much for joining us on uh, the live, 100% live uh, podcast night. Now, before I wrap things up, I just want to apologise for a little bit of, of the podcast tonight. As I said at the very start, I was hoping to have some nice posh video software which made us look a little bit more professional. Instead, you've got the little squares tracking our faces, which is, I'm sure has been. Uh, annoying for you uh, as well uh, but uh, there, there you go I do have, and the camera's cut out at some points as well because it's just yeah. badly street I mean we need a budget if you want to sponsor the show by the way you, you can do and make us we'll get some proper high tech camera gear and everything but until yeah. next time uh, thank you very much for watching make sure you keep your comments coming on Facebook facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters Twitter at MTFC Matters and if you want to email us mtfcmatters at gmail.com make sure you check out our website mtfcmatters.co.uk for all the blogs afterwards for, for mine and for Mark's Cam doesn't know how to string a sentence together so he will never write one uh, until next never time never me to the opportunity is always there uh, I'm going to write one tomorrow then I, I look forward I look yeah. forward to this I'm going to we'll, we'll all be at the game yeah. well I'm dressed like a school teacher so, so yeah. there you go so, so there and you go. he used to teach me so yeah, <laughs> we'll all be at the game tomorrow. Look forward to it. If you're heading down to Simpson Back, make sure you come uh, across. And if you see us, come and say hello to us. Uh, a few people have been doing that at home games, which is really nice uh, as well. So make sure you keep doing that. Keep the interaction going because that's what what we like here uh, as well. Uh, thank you all for watching. Make sure you interact on our social medias. And until next time, this is the show for the fans by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield matters. See you next week. Maybe for another live podcast. But for now. From Sammy the Stag, give him a wave, give him a wave. From Sammy the Stag, from the Stag's head, and from this. Good night. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.